Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey everybody, welcome to the Bowlology Report. We're here at the uh, luxurious Channel 7 studios in the Docklands. Joining me as always, look at him, the great man. He's ready to go. He's a legend at Coachy Tusker's Corella. Um, served with distinction there. What are your memories <laughs> of there at Coachy? Coachy Tusker's Corella? Yeah, it was IPL season maybe five, I reckon, or four. Um, all I remember is that they still owe me about... 150,000 US dollars, so if yeah, you feel I mean, like coming... You're on 4 million, it doesn't really matter. Hey, what's ah, going on? You had a bit of a zen about it. I'm just know. feeling comfortable here. You know what? I'm just feeling relaxed. It's been a while since we've done a biology Months. report. Um, I'm excited, so I'm just trying to calm the nerves. Is there a little bit of... deep breathing. You've been away. You've been coaching. This, this suggests coaching for me, that you, you, you're a calm coach. You want the team to play with concise execution under pressure. Mm. Is that the way it played out, firstly in the IPL and then the Caribbean Premier League? Well, not really. As you know, that if we go back to Kochi Tuskers and talk about how nothing really runs smoothly in India because that team only lasted for a season, Just a season. and it was defunct after one year. So that was... A, um, Shri Santh, was he your... Shri Santh like, was there. He yeah. was the opening bowler. Um, Do you was catch a, up with him so much? He, no. no, we don't. No, uh, so we don't. He's, um, he's actually a local Kerala boy, yep. Shri Santh. So he was, he was pretty much up and about for that particular tournament. But we had some good players in there. Mahler J. Wardner was our captain. Legend. Um, Stephen uh, Smith. Stephen Smith yes. was actually a person Youngster. who represented... I can't remember him actually playing, but he was there. Uh, Brendan McCullum represented Kochi Tuskers, VVS Lakshman, R.P. Singh. Yeah. And my favourite player of all time, Ramesh Power. Yes. You and know, the short little tubby off-spinner. I just loved him. And what him. did you like about him? He was everything that I didn't want to be as a cricketer, yeah. you know. Uh, toiling away for 45 overs a day in the hot summer just of, bowling of nice. did he have uh, one that went the other way or was it no he didn't just, actually no. I just liked him as a character he was a good guy um, anyway that was a long time ago this year IPL uh, coaching Kings 11 Punjab things didn't go to plan at the end we started off like a house on fire we won sort of five out of our first six games um, we injected did you uh, try and re-sign right then you got to pick your arms uh, to re-sign. Look, to be honest, I had a three-year deal. Didn't last out the first term. Okay. So, All right. hey, you can only do your best, and if someone doesn't think you're good enough, then you're showing the door. On and you've got option, Caribbean Premier League. You're there. You're travelling around Guyana, well, Barbados. I think India missed the trick here, because when I went to uh, the CPL, I was, I was coach of the St. Lucia Stars. 
and they hadn't won a game for two years. No. So we won three games this year. They were playing, though, were they? They were playing. Yeah, they were playing, but they just didn't. So as a coach, I'm a 300% better, you know, the franchise in a 300% better situation than they were last year. So for me, that's a tick. Okay. Know? That's all I can do. Resigned? No, not yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bolology report. Um, if you need a coach, the big man's here. Oh, oh but yeah. also, on a serious note, um, we know you represent 125 different teams at list A level. Mm. Um, and... and East Sandy, it's all over. Retirement, your itchy feet, do you feel like you yes. want to play this weekend? Well, Retirement, look, emotional. Uh, look, I did announce my retirement last yeah, year. Yeah, it was emotional. We did it on the Biology Report. Uh, yeah, look, I've, I've sort of been, I wouldn't say, I've been hustled actually back into playing this oh, particular no, this fixture this anyway. week. No, you're um, in trouble. Against Bentley Uniting, I think, which there's a bit of a rivalry Friction. against the... Bentley Uniting, with there was a bit of a scuffle um, between the between the, the teams. What do you mean, bit of a scuffle? There's either well, a there was a punch on. Okay, um, whilst yep. we were playing the grand final, there was a punch on in the crowd. Oh. A couple of years back, yeah. a couple of players got banned for eight months from the club and, and stuff back. like that. Well, they're back now, yeah. But um, so there was a punch on. So there's a bit so of a robbery because you, you provide muscle. Well, the problem is, is that... that all of our players. This is their footy trip weekend. <sighs> So we've got no team. So, like, I'm feeling the pressure. So who's I must away, admit. Bazza, oh, Gazza, um, Smitty? Crackers away, yeah. Big Dog's away, big um, Dirtbag I don't think can make it. And, and the problem is, is that the races are starting as well. So they can't So commit. these are the issues for local clubs, aren't they? I've, I've told them. The social side. I've told, I've told Southern, whatever it's called, CMCA, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I said, make it one-day cricket, mate. Just make it one-day cricket. Because people want to go to the races, I'll play one week, but not drink the other some week. beer, that punt out. their money of which they've worked hard for all week, and then start again. Fresh. So, if there's no coaching gigs, you're going straight into administration. Uh, Actually, we're going to talk a little bit about some changes. I'll tell you what admin. it's called. It's called exploring all opportunities. I'm not looking, I'm exploring. Keep them mm. open. Yeah. Hey, Hodgie, we want to talk about what you need to know about uh, cricket this week. And the Aussies are over in the UAE taking, over, uh, taking on Pakistan. It, uh, it wasn't great last time. It was not great last time. They're going to be uh, subcontinent-like pitches. They're going to be turning everywhere. But first thoughts, the squad was picked a little while ago. But there was some surprises. There was some notable omissions, particularly G. Maxwell. Mm. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, what I'm doing is craving a bit of test match cricket, which yeah. we haven't seen from a long time since the, uh, you know, the, the scandals of South Africa. But aren't we busting to see the start of the summer? Um, the Aussies, Get the baggy greens out there. Yeah, they're out. The Aussies look like they're raring to go under JL. You know, he's going to lead this team pretty well, I would have thought. And uh, we have got some new names, some new people in there. Can't say I agree with them all. But So first up, how do you read when Glenn Maxwell... Doesn't get picked on the A tour. Yeah. I think there was an assumption, well, he's going to tour because he's a bit of a subcontinent specialist. Yeah. By not going there, he didn't get a chance to actually enhance his reputation and get himself into the team. So it sounds like he was never going, which was a bit bizarre. Yeah, well, obviously they've, they've ruled him out, haven't they? Otherwise, he would have gone to that Australia A tour. Um, Manus Labashane or Labashane, oh, however you want to point it. Okay. He goes and plays the A tour. And sort of leapfrogs Glenn, who wasn't suspect, 
invited on going on that tour and then doesn't get picked. I, I don't understand how you can actually be in a squad of you know, 12 or 15 previous to that and then not find yourself in the next... When you actually haven't done anything wrong no. or, or enhanced your prospects of actually moving forward anyway... I think uh, yeah, Pana I read was pretty scathing on that selection as well, and sort of rightly so. That there was sort of always sort of an unwritten rule that I was told by Darren Lehman a long time ago that if you've sort of worked your way into a squad, you'll get given an opportunity unless you stuff it up and make no runs. And I don't think Glenn's been in that situation. If it's unwritten, that is that just verbal? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably bullshit. Let's be honest. But, yeah. but um, verbal <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who can you trust Unwritten these days? Bullshit. Who, who can you trust? Maybe we should. Uh, have... What about with the um, so John Holland, um, mm. and he got five wickets in the tour game. So yeah. you'd think that it's the first chance for him to start a series, and 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 know these in. That's going to give him a lot of confidence. Um, giving the spin work with Gaz line. Well, they sh- they, both of them should be first picked. Yeah, you know, I mean, Gaz is a superstar. So many wickets for Australia and done a job. But Johnny Holland, I think. Had a credible performance too when he played in Sri Lanka. Yep. And uh, I think he's just even grown as a cricket player and as a bowler since then. And, you know, got a number of, what, 60-odd tests, 60-odd shield wickets or 50 wickets in the last, you know, couple of years seasons for the Bush Rangers. So he's ready to go. And He's I a love great his... example, isn't he, of a guy who got a bit of taste of test match cricket, yep. you know, didn't dominate... Uh, drop down the next level for his state team, and you can go either way, can't you? You can drop out of it a little bit, drop your head, but yeah. he went on and actually exceeded the performances that got him previously picked in the team. Yeah, and it's also a good example of you know, not discarding our spinners early on. Yeah, I mean, we've also seen the rise of forward arm in T20 leagues around the world where their skill sets are just actually getting better and better yeah. You know, with age. Uh, physically, they're probably not what... You know, Justin Langer would want athletic running around the field. But Farwad is going to get you wickets in T20 cricket. And so will Johnny. We know Johnny's not a jagger in the field, but he'll stop it. He'll do the basics. He'll throw it over the top of the stumps to Paney. It'll look good. That's all he needs to do. And I think I think him complimenting Nathan Lyon is going to be exciting, fun Ball to watch. spinning a different way. So he's not a jagger in the field. How do you describe John Holland's batting? Yeah, it's got better, actually. I thought um, he'd use the make of a car. That's where I was yeah, sort of leading. Okay, he's probably he's probably more Skoda. Okay. Sort of come on in Europe, made some runs over in some club cricket over in uh, England, and it's just going to get needs to transform around the world a little bit. It's getting some marketplace. Oh, no, mate, I put you under the pressure there. I won't ask yeah. for a year or a mate there. No. Um, with the quicks, uh, out of the you know the some, few of the big guns are out. Yep. Paddy Cummins and Josh Hazelwood. So good to see Cummins playing for New South Wales, JLT, and Hazelwood's yeah. going to play the next game. Are they going to be missed? They will, because for me, in subcontinent conditions, assuming that there'll be no grass on there, it's about ball speed and, and moving the older ball in particular. Mm. So I was a bit surprised Chris Tremaine didn't get picked. Three big years of shield cricket. Yep. But on top of that... Bowling at the MCG, which we know is pretty barren, yeah. um, you've got to find a way, you know, yeah. with pace, bounce, and a bit of reverse swing. Um, so I was surprised at this non-selection, yeah. but um, it's opportunity. And, and out of those three, um, we've got Sidzi, who's yeah. been rewarded by consistent performances. He's going to be around the mark, and I think he could play a big part over in the UK mm. next year. 
Doggett's fast. Yeah, he's so fast. he's got ahead of Jai Richardson for the pure pace. Yeah. But Michael Knees is interesting as he swings the new ball and he's got that classic reverse swinging, slinging action. Yeah. So I reckon that might be enough to get in the spot. And a guy that's improved dramatically too in the last sort of uh, 18 months of his cricket. He's had some serious impact for the Queensland Bulls in in not only uh, one-day cricket, but also shield cricket yeah. as well. So, you know, he's, uh, he's progressed further. I've got a question for you. Is there any sort of techniques other than sandpaper that you can use to get the ball going reverse over in the UAE? Now that we've sort of... That trick's no, gone? No, that's gone. It's gone? Yeah, we're not, we're not going there. Okay. You didn't so even just mention that. shine the ball? Um, shine the ball, Done. get one Perfect. side on the other. But I think the, the great way about reverse swing in those conditions, the, the only thing that has changed a little bit is the outfields have got greener. They have, You know, yes. in India and... Yep. Um, and even, we used to play in Sharjah, the ball used to go yep. reverse there. But um, the wicket itself, I reckon, bangs the ball up enough. Yeah. As long as you look after the ball well enough, it should go reverse. And as you said, we've got two quality spinners yeah. that'll be a thread in between. But once that gets going, mm. um, Mitchell Stark's a gun. Maybe Isn't we can sort reverse? of, oh, he's a gun. But maybe, look, we can just sort of take the uh, the Indian road and just give Bhuvaneshwar and Ishant you know, a good crack six or seven overs of the new ball and chuck at the Ashwin and Jadeja and say, good luck, boys. We, yep. We've got the talent with Holland and, and Lyon to be able to do that yep. all day. Just give them 40 overs. And, and then just five for two or three overs with Stark or, or Neeser if he plays there. Um, hey, what about, the, um, there might be a few debutants. We've talked about Michael Neeser, Labber Shagney. Is it Labber Shane? Labber Shane. I, like, um, I, like. I think he's the least likely of the deputants, but a man you know very well, Aaron Finch. Yeah. I believe you retired from first class cricket to give the big fella um, a more consistent spot in Victoria. And also Travis Headed, he's been around for that long. Yeah. It's actually a surprise that he hasn't played a test match yet. Um, where do you see them batting and what's their impact going to be like? Uh, look, I, I'm not sure where Finch will bat. I, I think they're both going to play, for sure. I like that selection. I, I like to see Travis Head in there. I like to see Finch in there as well. I, I think they'll probably have to open with Finch because yep. that middle order is just sort of jam-packed a little bit. I don't think Hetty can open. I think Finch is more an option to open than Hetty. And do you think Finch has got that chance to Warner-ish, like get him off to a flyer, and also gets him away when he starts to um, face spin? He's already got runs on the board. Yeah, look, the one issue I've got is that when he's come back and played for Surrey and also Victoria, he's had a huge impact batting at 4, 5 and 6. So I don't want to really see him thrust into that opening situation. Even though he's done it in white ball cricket, it's still entirely different. When you're going to face you know, the likes of, or well, Amir's not picked, but those skillful bowlers that move the ball, move Riaz. it early... Yeah. Wahab Riaz, all these dudes are very skillful and move the ball. It's a different game. Um, I think openers are very special, and we've seen why, you know, Chris Rogers and and, and Renshaw have got uh, certain roles which make other people's roles easier. I don't want to see Finchie go out there and try and blast it. I just want to see him bat, just bat, and enjoy the situation. If it's there, hit it. If not, block it. You know, just play how you want to play, mate. Um, but At I'd least love he's to played a lot more first class cricket in the last three years. Yeah, wasn't there? there was a period of time where he wasn't playing at all. Yeah. Um, and just quickly on the actual, the, the culture, the team spirit, um, and we'll be underdogs going into this series, but it's still a good chance for Justin Langer coach Tim Payne mm. to actually get away from Australia under the spotlight and, and galvanise the team. And um, even if we don't go on to win the series, at least have strong performances. Yeah. Um, 
Langer gets to set his tempo for the Australian team and, and hit this summer running? Well, it's new blood, as you said. You're going you're gonna to have Finch, you're going to have Head, you're going to have some debutants in there. They're going to be... You know, I, I don't think you'll need to find any more inspiration than, you know, for some legend to hand out some baggy green caps to those dudes. And, you know, Justin Langer eats that stuff for breakfast. breakfast. And, uh, you know, I think he's, he's certainly in the right place at the right time to be able to bring this team forward, um, shape some younger cricketers as well. You know, Paney's only new to the job. So will be Josh Hazelwood and, um, and Mitch Marsh in a vice-captaincy role. And, uh, you know, that's just, that's just what it is. Culture's all about just going out there and trying your best and playing within the rules of the game and giving it 100%. Yeah. And your teammates look at you and go, he had a go. He had a real that's, crack there. That's all J.O. will Sometimes want. Sometimes we're not good enough, yeah. but we had a crack collectively there. 100%. And Pakistan said, Mohammed, I mean, you're not picked, was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Spin's a threat, isn't it? Oh. Shadab Khan, Yassi Shah, um, their batting's handy, Azza Ali, Babar, and those type of players. Safraz, the captain, what yeah. a great competitor he is. So I think they could score enough runs. Um, spin's going to be a real threat again. Oh, it's a huge threat. Oh, I'm not sure how Australia are actually going to get past it. Um, it's been in the thorn of our side for a long, long time, and we haven't won away from home for you know, a fair amount of time against the really good opposition. Uh, that's going to be a challenge, but I think I think we're up for it. You know, I think we've definitely got the capabilities, and you know, I think our spin aspect looks really good as well. Um, whether you go and play another spinner, Nashan Agar, that well, can that's the option too, bat and isn't bowl it? as Mitchell well. Mitchell Marsh can open the bowling with um, yeah with Stark. Yeah, it just depends how Mitchell's. Yeah, you know, body's shaped up after a long period off of not bowling, I guess. But yeah, he's in a good batting space. He just peeled off 100-odd plus there. And, um, you know, if you're batting well, generally you're bowling well as well. A big series for Usman Khawaja too, isn't it? That um, he's got the opportunity, two test matches there, maybe to spell those myths yeah. of his ability to play spin. And I expect him always to get runs at home. He's a gun player. I'm not sure why we were so critical of him, actually. You know, he averages 50 in Test cricket. Um, you have to have some shortcomings somewhere. Yeah. Uh, whether you nick it the first slip, whether you spoon it the short cover, or whether you miss a few off a spinner. It's, uh, you can't be skillful at all aspects, otherwise you'd be Don Bradman. Um, but he's a gun uh, player. He finished with a duck. He's probably um, uh, just no, on so, Usman. Yeah. He, what I want to see from him is just standing up you know, outside the shadows of Steve Smith and Warner. You know, he's now our well, premium this is the opportunity. Yeah. Just go for it, buddy. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, and take um, a little bit of confidence out of the, how many test hundreds he's made already here. So mm. good luck to the Aussies. They take on Pakistan on Sunday. One of the great things in the last week has been um, straight after the AFL Grand mm. Final. Our teams didn't get there. Um, but the Aussie women's took on New Zealand straight after the, the, the AFL Grand mm. Final. Uh, great crowd there at North Sydney. Excellent ratings. And the girls didn't let us down. In particularly that first game, the experience of Haynes and Meg landing back yep. from shoulder injury was fantastic to see. Well, the whole experience was a new thing, wasn't it? The change in broadcast for Channel 7. Um, well, change for, signing too. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, it's the only job I've got now. Change from um, AFL to cricket. It was a special day, actually. And um, no, the girls certainly disapp- didn't disappoint as well. They, uh, they were switched on, actually. And Motty had them pretty tuned up nicely. They, they killed it. Matthew Mott's their coach. We played mm. a lot of cricket with him. Yeah. Um, he was one of the most boring batsmen that I... Ever oh saw. Um, outgoing personality, 
ingoing batting yep. technique. Um, how does he tell them how to score and quickly in T20 cricket? I've no idea. Do, when he couldn't do it well, himself. Well, he was, he was nicknamed the blapper only because yeah. he actually, we physically never thought that he hit a ball in the middle of the bat. Somehow he made runs, but... Um, Bit of a nudge. But I'll tell you, he's not blapping him, though. We talked about Haynes, um, yep. Meg Lanning, um, Alyssa Healy has started off absolutely unbelievably. Yeah, she's got 50 against Elise the Falani, yep. the disappointed. She's a Collingwood fan, but uh, didn't get the grand final. But no. she uh, finished the second game with a 50 as well. Yep. So, And it's like Elise Perry, who probably could bat three in most teams, isn't getting much of an opportunity. But yep. that's a great strength of the team. And the ball's been working as well. They can shoot three wickets in the second game. They're starting well, to spin. Yeah, Tactics are working. Yeah, I love the... Sophie Milanu coming in with the left arm orthodox to the majority of right-hand batters that the New Zealand team had sort of struggled against her. And Megan should look like she was moving the ball beautifully. Yeah, it's a tough thing, isn't it? I don't care it? which way. Everyone's going to bowl out. I don't care which way, as long as you're swinging the ball. No. She's, she's the, very consistent. She's the swing. Shane Bond of world cricket where it's sort of... You know, she's, Something different. Coached differently than what we norm. And batsmen struggle to deal with it. They want room outside the off stump. She's continually challenging the stumps with one nip and away and a good slow ball. She's super So one game to go. Yep. Clean sweep, please, girls. No. Um, hey, what about what do we agree with the GLT series? The 50 over domestic uh, series going around Australia at the moment. What have you agreed with? What do I agree with? I agree with Chris Lynn having a crack at JLT. Oof. He's seeming to love that. I, I also agree with the promotion of some young cricketers, Max Bryant going out there and flogging them everywhere. Jack Edwards. Jack Edwards got a ton, the youngest uh, player to make a century. What I also agree with is boutique stadiums as well. Yes. Um, I love uh, I love the fact that cricket was brought back to the Junction Oval. Um, I actually went and viewed it and sat on the hill, okay. watched uh, yeah. actually watched. WA tail up the Vicks pretty comfortably, but it was a what great... What a facility it is now, though. Amazing. Yeah, but um, good crowds, yeah. atmosphere, North Sydney's... Well, it's been a great venue for Massive years. fan, North Sydney, massive fan of the Junction Oval. Uh, we also know that Allen Waterfield is a, is a lovely boutique ground. Um, Hurstville's not too bad and stuff, but... Uh, look, but if I, they're going to play it at this time of year by itself as a standalone competition, I reckon the boutique... Grounds mm. are the way to go, but we might talk a little bit later about scheduling and what yeah. uh, they can do there. But uh, on the same with the teenagers, even Mackenzie Harvey, I mean, we played a lot of cricket with his uncle Ian, the freak. Yeah, um, you know, hasn't got going yet, but it's just great to see teenagers getting yeah. an opportunity and, and, and not looking overawed at all. Yeah, Will Sutherland as well, who's unfortunately injured, Took started off really well. Those guys that have come out of under 19 system and got an opportunity. Can you get a stress fracture in October? That's another thing to talk about. I'll tell you what it is. It's way too much pre-season training. Well, it's got to be something. Well, stress is I never saw Jason Armberger do this. No. He got plenty of runs. What's Jason The Weber, I'm not sure. Don Nash did a lot of... No. He got plenty of wickets for New South Wales. No the stress structures. Nope. Uh, what about new CEO? Actually, I think it's the first CEO actually got out in first-class cricket. Kevin Roberts, the former New yep. South Wales uh, middle order player. He's been there for a couple of years yeah. now. He's... Before that, he's run his own companies everywhere. Did you get any high performance? Did you get Timmy Nielsen out? I would have got Tim Nielsen what, out. But in first class cricket. Yeah. What career. about club cricket? Did you get Dottie out at all? Tony Donnermate? Oh, I'm not sure. Did you? You're leading somewhere with this. No, no, I'm just curious. Did you get Benny Oliver out in district cricket? Did you ever know. play district cricket? I 
don't know. You ask Who me a lot of questions. There? A lot of this is scripted. No, no, you're it's throwing not stuff at me. Like it's got number four, new CEO, please get Brad Hodge to discuss. Three things mm. you think are at the top of the agenda for Kevin Roberts to do for Australian cricket. Well, firstly, patch up the relationship between players and staff uh, for a start. I think uh, he's actually documented himself that, you know, they probably took a beating during the MOU process. Um, you know, I think they underestimated how strong the union of players are. Yep. And pretty much, I'm not sure how you can mistake that because that's our mantra ever since we grew up as five-year-olds to play for a team that bonds together play under unity, trust, honesty. How you break that down, it's got me absolutely stuffed. But anyway. This is not a, um, I, feel, I feel like you're doing a coaching interview here. I know you don't have gigs, but you've just turned it uh, yeah. around beautifully there. Um, but there, yeah, I, I think definitely that's the, that's the major thing to make sure that, um, you know, it, it's, it was an ugly MOU, yeah. um, but, but we've moved on now. I think um, he's the man to do it. Yeah. A, because, you know, he's played first class cricket as well. So he must have an understanding of where the players stand on their issues and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's... I don't think it's as bad as what people have actually said. I think... Uh, Once a day, they do tend to get onto the, their job at hand, yeah. don't they? And the well, players cricketers... play, the administrators administrate the game. Yeah. But... And we saw you open up with your zen-like sort of thing. Is that mm. what you'd sort of suggest? How they get closer together? Maybe doing a bit of yoga uh, look, together? Or what, how, how do they... I reckon just sort of get like it out the there on the table. One of the, one of the things is that Dirk and I were talking it? about on no. the way into having a job early on in the morning. We were here at 6.50 in the morning. Yeah. And look, cricket is a pretty um, Lazy? Common, common about complaining about pointless rubbish. Yeah. Because we've got a lot of downtime, we sit around drinking well, you get lattes. Out for a duck. You're not in a good mood. Oh, I'm going to complain. Um, this food is average. Yeah. It's dog food. Unless you're the but MCG. Because nice that stuff Jimmy produces is amazing. But, yeah. The um, dietitians tried to ruin that, didn't they? I've got no time for dietitians. Okay. I'm sure Mark Taylor didn't have either. No. And g'day to Mervyn Hughes um, too. Yeah. We'll get him on. Yeah, so. but he'll start with that process. And I reckon he, he's already on the right track. But What, what about scheduling? And I mean, it's a nightmare for all international yeah. teams and all that. But... I still don't think we've got the domestic scheduling right. And we said the JLTs, I like it if it's played right now in boutique stadiums. But mm. you get the feel from the players, they'd still prefer to play, you know, a scheduling like we used to play, where yeah. it was you played the Shield game and then two two days later you played the JLT. So there's yeah. a method of actually you could start Shield cricket in October yeah. and then just put a JLT game or 50 over game two days later. And yeah. then you could play, do that till late November. And then when you're picking the test teams, well, that's fine. They're playing shield cricket. But when you get closer to the one-day internationals, mm. well, they've still been playing 50 over domestic, 50 over cricket, late November, early December. Yeah, 100% agree. I'm, I'm a big fan of tacking on a JLT Cup game at you know, a boutique stadium after you've played a shield game during the week. A, personally, that if you fail during the week, you can still make amends on the weekend in a different form of the game. So you actually come out of the week going, oh, I've achieved something yep. this week. The other thing is that one of the one of the uh, aspects that was pointed out is that Moses on Riggs, I think, missed the whole JLT. And he was actually in a one-day setup. And then gone. So, and then he doesn't get an opportunity to actually show his skills until 
Big Bash comes around, but it's a completely different game again. Um, so if you miss that block of one month through injury or um, some other reason... It hurts you. Yeah, you've got, you've got no way. How can you go to the selectors and go, man, I'm in good white ball Also, form? I don't know what you found. Like sometimes, you know, when there's three formats you're juggling, that's too much. But I often felt, if, you know, if I'd had a bad shield game, yeah. I might play a 50 over game, get a couple of wickets and just get a bit of confidence back yes. that way. 100%. So it was, you know, the different format forces you into... Mm. Um, you know, particularly the change of 50 over cricket, you're under the pump a bit more, but yeah. that can actually get your game going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, oh, 100% there's times where you could, you know, you could feel as a batsman that you'd have a crappy shield season, but actually dominate the, you know, JLT or whatever it was called back then, Mercantile Mutual. You actually Did you um, hit the sign? Well, technically I did hit the sign, but it got ruled that it actually hit the post and and I they, did not. Yeah, this is true story. So David. So what Hooks, that cost you? Quarter no, nothing. Or something? I think it was around that money. But David Hooks actually complained because they said it didn't hit the sign. So Hooksy ended up getting twenty thousand, I think, out of ING it was. And then uh, they how did, don't. How did he do that? Did he get in the, the big boys? We well, donated it to charity. You owe us. Yeah. Donated to charity, which was unlike Mike Hussey, who just pocketed a whole lot of it. But that's a different story, Mister Cricket. Hey, hey, hey. Um, Yes, yeah, so the good news is, is that uh, it was donated to charity and went to good cause, which is cool. Okay. I, I loved like that. that. All I did was try and aim for that sign. I thought, this is the quick rich scheme. Yeah. To win the lottery. And when I was bowling, I'd try and force mm. them to hit to areas yeah. where the sign wasn't, basically. Yeah. Um, and, and another one, I, and they've talked about this, and, and, and I reckon it's going to happen, is yeah, just the continual engagement of, of spectators, community cricket, volunteers. Mm. That, that has to be paramount. Um, because that's where we all come from, isn't it? And having kids where now, and where we're coming back through the club system, yeah. we know how hard it is, how many people put in so much effort and time yeah. to hopefully, well, firstly, for the kids to enjoy their cricket, but also to produce international cricketers. Well, as you know, how much it takes to actually run a grassroots team and how many people volunteer and how much time it takes to send some emails out, trainings here, trainings there... One of the good things that's happening through broadcasting is actually promoting that as well, which is really, really cool. Uh, finding those people, you know, we've seen in footy, cricket, those people actually do the hard work behind the scenes to keep these things going. I think that's vitally important. That And Kevin has said that money will be pumped back into that mm. grassroots cricket, and that's part of the uh, MOU understanding as well, which is cool from the playing group, cool from the administration to make sure that continues because... Hey, we want our kids, girls, families playing cricket. It's a pretty boring game going there on your own for oh, five yeah. and a half hours. So the more we can get the families involved, the better. So good luck to Kev. Good and, luck, uh, I don't know whether it's part of the job description that uh, to be CEO of Cricket Australia, I mm. had to have dismissed you. But to those uh, 450 first-class players, yeah. I dismissed you. You're a chance to be CEO at some stage. Um, <laughs> hey, mate, what about our guide to... Our guide to... Um, Rule changes that we'd like to see. Now, we've had a day here with the, the Channel 7 commentators and, and, we, and we threw it around and they had some different ideas, didn't they? Well, it was more so sort of... It was thrown out there from Brayshaw talking about some rule changes to the AFL and stuff like that. As he was looking at himself in the yeah, mirror. I just don't he was. understand that. He's, he's pretty, got his own personal little... He's a pretty human. He's like Vanity okay. Smurf. Um, he actually doesn't even need makeup when he comes into no, the studio. He's a good-looking gentleman. Yeah, so. Anyway, but we were going on to rule changes and we are sort of throwing it out there amongst the room about what could possibly happen. 
There was some divided opinions, actually. Um, a lot bowler versus batsman. There was one guy that um, I think the Channel 7 viewers are going to enjoy because he's very opinionated and very intelligent, is Dirky Nanners. Yeah. And I agree with this one. If the ball's pitching outside leg stump but hitting the stumps, bad luck. You're out. You're out. Yeah, I, I sort of agree with that as well. If you've got a bat, if you use it, you should be using Hit it. Hit the ball. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting one. But, um, yeah, the playing group, our batters will say, no, nah, no, nah, that's rubbish. We don't agree with that. But for you bowlers, if there's no swing and seam, how are you meant to get a wicket? Exactly. You know, no Bring chance. It Bring it on. Yeah, I like what else it. the boys come up with? Bluey had a couple. Bluey, Bluey, uh, Bluey was sort of interesting to say that if the ball actually, Hawkeye or no hawk, if the, the ball's hitting the stumps, you're out. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no three quarters of the if, ball hitting. If it lifts the bar, if the zing bars fly out, you're out. Yeah, I agree with that, hundred percent. If the, if if your bowl is good enough to execute and hit the stumps, so if there's no batter there and he bowls and the clips the bail, you're out. You're out. Just because you put a batter in front there, it doesn't change. Did you bring anything to the table, or are we here? Just no, I was. I was. Ideas? I was sort of fence sitting. I was just. I'll tell you to... one. I mean, this. I've been on this for for a fair while in fifty over cricket that needs a little bit of um, spontaneous thing. I yeah. think it's been measured there. Uh, I, I want three bounces allowed in the over. Nothing overhead high, right? Yeah. Because I want to see the pull and hook shot. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That, that's two of the most exciting players. Ricky Ponting, one of the great players. Mm. Greg Blewett, a great uh, hooker there as well. And also, the, just these flat f- front-footed batsmen. Yeah. I want them to be able to evolve their game and just to give the bowlers somewhere to go defensively if, if the batsman can't pull a hook. And the other one is, I reckon, you know, it's 10 overs uh, maximum for a bowler. Yeah. If you get a wicket, you get an extra over, up to three. Yeah, cool. Like so then it. all of a sudden the tactics change, don't you? It's the yeah. bowler's last over. Oh, he gets a wicket. Oh, we can give him another one. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Do you take him on? Do you see him off? Yeah. Do we finish him? My batter's one was, was a free hit no matter what after you get caught a third man. I can get in caught a third man's a real <laughs> shitty way to get dismissed. Because you're sort of trying well, to get a six. Can... You haven't been beaten. It's a shit ball by the bowler. And you've had a dash at it. And there's a guy standing down there, a third man, twiddling his thumbs. All of a sudden he catches it. So my theory is you get the next ball. If you don't hit it for six, you're out. You know what we're going to do? We'll, we'll put a poll question mm. out there. We'll yeah. get that one in. Yeah. I don't know how much support that one will get, Bradley. <laughs> okay, it's time for... This one has become a legendary segment on the Bowlology Report. This is the reason why celebrities aren't tweeting as much. They're not as much on Instagram. They are scared that they will get named and shamed by Bradley Hodge. Mm. It's the Social Media Self-Promoter Award Bradley, you've had about three or four months to, to, yep. to build up here. Um, what have you got for us? For whom the bell tolls today, there's a few, actually. And we've gone uh, a little bit of uh, cross codes, actually. because yeah, We can do that. We've just got we've some... done movie stars before. Yeah, we have. We have, actually. And this is probably the first time that Greg Norman doesn't feature in. He's being pretty quiet, actually. Um, we want to see the shirt off, Greggy. But, look, let's start with some, let's start with some AFL players, because it is... You know, one week past or close to it, the AFL yep. Grand Final. Um, and there's been a few boys just sprucing their their images out there recently. So I just want to start with um, Joshy Gibson. Oh. Uh, I've never seen self-promotion Cereal. like this. Um, he's a serial, actually. Um, but he he just wanted to talk about... He, pr- he put a photo of out there on Instagram. I don't know how to describe this. And he goes, <laughs> I wish I could have better joints... In my day. And it's a photo of his dog. 
with a joint is food for his dog. So I don't get it. He's either clearly getting free food no, for his dog. It, we understand exactly what you're doing. Uh, uh, exactly. Because no one really gives a rat's ass about their joints, what their dog's joints are like. Let's be honest. No, that's freebie. He's just away. promoting some free dog food for his for his dog. Um, and trying to blame it on the dog. Yep. The next one is a sort of Instagram uh, self-promoter, Alex Rance. Um, the Richmond centre back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or full back, however you want to yeah. call it, wherever he lines up. And uh, he's sort of just sitting in Crown Towers, just saying that it, I've made it to at Crown Towers. And we know. We're not stupid, mate. Whenever you tag in that specific at something. You're getting something. It, it's free. Yeah. We know it's free, buddy. Yeah. You wouldn't have chosen to pay 800 bucks a night and to sit thanks. on your ass in Crown Towers and do nothing. Thanks, thanks yeah. buddy. Yes. Also, while he was in there, um, a quick facial he had. Uh, hashtag. What, what, hey, the football, it's the end. They're having mad exactly. Mondays. They're going nuts. And like, what, what, hey, seriously, what, what, what AFL superstars facial. having a facial? Yeah. Because we know. It's at the Skin Boutique. Oh, n- <laughs> um, and then, you know. So that's two nominations. And then hashtagging in Elwood Skin Products that, hey, it's free, buddy. And you wouldn't do it otherwise. I think, can you keep track of Rancy's yeah. Instagram? Because I think he's going to get a lot of votes this summer. We'll do that. We'll do that. And one more from the uh, AFL fraternity is uh, Chris Marsden. Um, you're welcome at Honest Dale. You know, with he's with uh, he's a Premiership player, who else was in there? Schofield, McGovern, oh. and we know that. And the thing was, is the root. We know that this is you're just getting a free beer. Yes, but it's actually Taj Burrows's product. So they're actually just trying. They're trying to get a couple of free surfboards yeah. as well. I reckon down yeah. the track, no doubt. You won the Premiership, boys. Premiership players take your medal. Yeah, can be happy about yes. that. Yes, don't spruce you getting some free piss as well. Yeah, um, moving on to the cricket boys. Cricket. We could not have six months of or a couple of months of non uh, social media self promotion with our great friend Kevin Peterson. Yeah. Uh, notorial pest on social media. I, I couldn't really go past this week actually. You know, the reason I've picked this week is that his good friend. Is it Mike, golf? Is it gym? Is it wine? It's golf. Yeah. And the reason I've put him is that Michael Vaughan's done exactly the same thing and he's gone, my week at. Dunhill links is sorted. Tea off time, blah blah blah. Ten twenty a.m. with this superstar. This yeah, yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I.e., let me play next year. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. We want to. If we, if you're going to promote that, does shit, KP we even have one post that is a social media non-promotion? No, that's a challenge. No, he doesn't. Um, that is a challenge, actually. Yeah. Promote something other than yourself. Be but Vaughny, cool. yep. Vaughny got votes last summer. He's, yep. he started off with a bang. And Brett Lee, while he's over there doing the Asia Cups, done the old Alex Rance, uh, the only place to stay in Mumbai is at the St. Regis, Mumbai. Mate, that's absolute shit because there's so many places to stay yeah. in Mumbai, we know, and you're only staying there because it's free. They've got seven-star hotels, which <laughs> exactly. I have a problem with at the start. Because exactly. then that, a third, fourth-star hotel sort of gets raised up when it's only two. We need to have a ceiling on hotel yeah. ratings. There's no higher than five. No. And just drop down there. But... Um, He's I must admit, Babinga does it pretty seamlessly. He does. But he does. we're on to him. Are they, are they all the nominations? Two more, two more oh, okay. nominations. And this is the first up. Gurinder Sandhu. 
He's down there. He's got real doing promise in this segment. Shoulder rehab at some gym in uh, Hobart. There, he's he doesn't na- tag the gym. He's, in. he's tagged the gym in, of course, which means he's actually getting the the free membership. But the one thing I'm getting with Gorinda is that mate, you're promoting shoulder rehab. You're actually not doing anything. Yeah. You're sitting there taking a selfie. At least Michael Clark, when he promotes his gym product on there and his carbs, that still need a little bit of work. He's actually at least he's yeah. showing. Physically, he's doing something. But so, I, I know you're coach, you're an administrator, mm. you're a player, and but you're also into your fitness. Yep. If you're coming back from a, you know, doing some rotator cuff stuff, is the selfie going to hurt that? Like the angles? Possibly. I wouldn't encourage doing selfies when you're coming back from shoulder no. um, surgery. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's one more, uh, and this is from the Universal Boss, and I've never actually witnessed anything like this. Um, it's just a photo of himself yeah. walking through the park yes. and then saying, I am beautiful. So mm. actually, I'm so beautiful. Yep. I've never witnessed anything like that. No, but um, another books. one, another <laughs> another massive... Uh, if I'm going to have to do votes quickly here, yep. uh, one's Maston, you know, oh, well, you know, still sneaky one, but well yep. done on your premiership. Well Gibbo, I'll give him one. Mm. Uh, Rance is in trouble. That, that's a double promotion. Isn't that's it? five votes for him. Mm. Um, KP and Vaughny, three each, but it's almost like warming up. We know that we they're know going to be getting a lot body. more votes yeah. here. Being out just four. Yeah. Just four, because the we master. know there's other options yeah. in Mumbai that are great hotels. Yeah. Gurinder Sandhu, I'm going to give him four as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, that man, Chris Gar, five votes again, yeah. and outright favourite to win <laughs> the, the Social Media Self Promoter Award. Well done, Hodgie. Hey, quickly, we put out a poll question as well. Um, over a 1,000 votes, so fantastic. Thanks for all well that. Done. And a lot of really good comments on who will be opening the batting for Australia against Pakistan. Um, with the votes, were we had Travis Head, Renshaw, Finch and Kawaja. Head's in trouble, five. Kawaja, right. 19%. So opening up from the Bowlology Report fans, Finchy with 42 and Renshaw with 39%. Do you reckon that's the way it'll play out? I think that's the way it'll play out. Uh, I think they're probably the only two choices. What do you think? What do you reckon? Uh, I think that's the way it's going to play. The only problem will be how the concussions affected mm. Renshaw. Um, he has some history of that, yeah. but um, if, if he's fine, I, I, I'd go with um, Finch. I'd go yeah. with Renshaw um, because of his age. I reckon he could be a long-term opener. Robert P actually made a, 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 a comment on Twitter about saying that from reading the latest CA article, it appears that Langer is not going to pick Renshaw. Um, after his pre-ashes push for Bancroft to replace Renshaw, he doesn't appear that he wants Matt you know, in the side. Mm, okay. Interesting observation. Um, I'm not sure that's the way it'll pan out. Uh, but I, each to their own opinion. Yeah, 100%. Mate. Good, on you. Good on you. I tell you what, we've run out of time, but a new segment we're going to do too is retrospective book reviews. And the first one up next week, um, he's a superstar of the game. Um, he re- released a book when he was 12 years of age. It's Ricky Ponting, First Test of a Champion. Back of the book says, Punter is a revealing and inspiring story of a young cricketer and a true champion. So, Punter... We'll watch out for that review next week. And any suggestions? We've got a heap of books here that you want us to review. But Hodge, well done again, mate. Yeah. Good luck on Saturday. That's gonna you're gonna announce your oh retirement next bowlology report. Good luck to the Aussie men and women. Thanks a lot for joining us. We'll catch up next week. Keep swinging. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.